Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. Faithful Indian companion Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. Shem Willard prepared to leave his small ranch house located outside the town of Rollin, but his wife barred the way. Shem, you're going out. After you promised you wouldn't. Yes, I'm going out. Now get out of my way. Let me through that door. No. You're going out with that gang of Del Meadows again. You're going... Get go- out of my way, I said. And stop blabbing about the people I know. I'm tired of all the things you're saying lately. There's lots more I could say, Shem. I'll be saying it too. You'll see. Stand aside. I'm going out. I'm not standing aside. You're making a big mistake, Shem, doing the things you're doing. I aim to see that you stop or else... I don't want to hear anymore. That's all I get while I'm around here. Shem, you, you hurt my arm. Listen, I'll tell you something. Something that'll make Shut you... up. I'm going and I'm not coming back. Shem! Shem, darling! Shem, come back here! Come back! Don't ride off. Let me tell Get you what... Shem! Shem! All right. Ride off. I'll show you. 
I was going to try and save you because you were my husband. But I'm not going to know. I'll tell about you when I write to that marshal. All I know about Del Meadows and the rest of his gang. I'll show you, Shem Willard. That night, cafe owner and outlaw chief Del Meadows joined the band of horsemen who had been waiting for him in the hills to the north of Rawlins. Two horsemen left the rest of the group and rode up to Meadows. The riders were his lieutenant, Pedro Navarro, and the scowling Shem Willard. Pedro spoke first. Hey, you come at last, eh, hey, boss? We wait all this time. Think maybe you not get here tonight. Well, I'm here. I got stuck at the cafe for a while. Everyone ready? All ready, boss. Good. Riding in on a circle T tonight. Most of their stock is grazing on the East Range. Boss. Yeah, what is it, Jim? You want me to ride with the rest of the boys? No, you go along to the snake trail like you always do and keep a lookout there. Right. Pedro, you ride with me. Oh, sure thing, boss. Uh, you come back with us when we drive the cattle to the canyon? I think I will tonight. Takes too long to drive the cows through there once we have them on the run. Yeah, it takes just as long to drive them out, boss. Yes, I know that. We're going to be driving them out real soon. We must have more than a thousand head of cattle down there. They're well hidden. As soon as we get all the brands changed, we're taking them to Kansas City. I'll call the boys to get going. Sure thing, boss. Get up there. Come on. All right, Javieros. Now we go. See at the canyon, boys. Yeah, sure. You'll see if the trail's clear for us, Shem. Right. Hey, you men. Take it easy. Ride quietly, will you? Keep your voices down. We've work to do. Get up there. Come on. Get up. Del Meadows and his rustlers, wearing masks, rode onto the range and expertly rounded up the cattle which had been startled from sleep. A short time later, the rustlers were driving the cattle off the range into the rolling hills and along the road that led to the descending Snake Trail. they neared the snake trail, Shem Willard galloped up to Del Meadows, who rode in front of the cattle herd. Easy now, easy, boy. The road's clear, boss. Not a sign of anyone. Good. Pedro. Si, senor. Get up there. See that the men lengthen that line. You want those cows piling up on top of each other when they go through the pass. Make it quick. Sure thing, boss. Get up there. Hey, Prodded and guided by the rustlers, the cattle plodded down the steep snake trail, which was overhung from both sides by giant shade trees. The trail continued straight downward to the canyon floor, but at a point halfway down, the rustlers led the animals off at an angle, away from the narrow but distinct path. Careful, you men. Those cows run off when they start going through this brush. Keep them close. Don't let them pile up at the pass. The hidden trail between giant walls of shale gradually narrowed to a degree that permitted the passage of only two animals at most. But the cowboys herded the animals through the pass without incident. On the other side of the pass, steep canyon walls towered to the right and left. And at the end of the lush grazing ground, a slanting ramp of shale, boulders and scrub trees at an angle of almost 45 degrees made outward passage virtually impossible. 
Roaming the grounds were great herds of cattle, bearing the brands of many ranches. Del Meadows summoned his men around him. Well, we did it again, boys. Nice guy. Yes, he did. You are. And boys, you're going to stay here for a few days branding these cows with my D-Star M. Want to get this beef to market? Pedro, Shem, and I are going to leave at dawn. We have things to do. We'll be back after sunset. Shem, Pedro. I see. Divide the men, round up some beef. I'll start a fire and get the branding irons ready. Let's work fast, huh? Si, senor. Atop the slanting rear wall of the canyon and hidden by some scrub trees, Kate Willard sat astride a horse and viewed the scene below. It was a scene she had watched many times since two weeks before, when she had followed her husband, Shem, and learned the secret of the canyon. Smart down there, aren't you? Think nobody knows where you keep the cattle, you Russell? Well, I know. And last week I wrote to the marshal's office and told him I know. And when he gets here tomorrow, like he promised in the letter I got today, then I'll show you, Shem Willard. You and your thieving friends. The next afternoon, Kate Willard entered the Drover's Hotel in Rollins and handed an envelope to the clerk on duty, Tom Rivers. Give this to Mr. Holland, will you? Mr. Holland? We don't have anybody here by that name. Well, I expect he'll be here soon. Keep that letter and give it to him, huh? Well, certainly, Mrs. Willard. I'll be glad to. Deputy Marshal Bill Holland arrived in Rollins that evening and went to the Drover's Hotel. He had been sent from the territorial capital in response to a letter from Kate Willard. When he registered, the clerk spoke to him. Oh, so you're Mr. Holland. I have a letter for you. Good, I was expecting one. Alone in his room, Holland withdrew two sheets of paper from the envelope. One was a map. The second was a note from Kate Willard, which he read. I'm hoping you receive this. What I said in my first letter to you was true. If you want to know all about the cattle rustling, and who the rustlers are, and where they hide the cows, then meet me at 9 o'clock tonight at the spot marked on the map which is attached. It does not matter what day you receive this. I'll be waiting every night at 9 o'clock until you come. Mrs. Shem, Kate Willard. 9 o'clock, huh? Well, I'd better hurry along. It's almost eight now. The Lone Ranger and Tonto had heard of the widespread cattle rustling in and around Rollins and had ridden there hoping to help authorities. At that moment, they were preparing to make camp in the hills west of the town. We'll stay here for the night, Tonto. This looks like a good spot. Ah, oh, Me tie horses and start fire. You going to town tonight? No, Toto. I'll wait until morning. At a few minutes before 8 o'clock, Deputy Marshal Bill Holland rode out of town toward the west. Get him! Get him! Come on! And a few minutes later, Clerk Tom Rivers, leaving the Drover's Hotel, met Shem Willard on the street. Well, howdy, Shem. Too bad I didn't know you were in town. And Mr. Holland's already riding out to your place, I imagine. Mr. Holland... Riding to my place? What are you talking about, Tom? About Mr. William Holland? I thought he was a friend of yours when your wife left the letter for him. What's that you say? 
My wife left a letter for some man at your hotel? Yeah, Mr. Holland. I gave it to him. He headed out your way only a little while ago, not more than... Hey, Sham, what you running off for? Wait till I tell you. Well, don't go. Look at him jump onto his horse and ride off. Man, he sure must want to see that, Mr. Holland. Shem Willard was within a few hundred yards of his house when he saw someone on a horse riding away from it, heading westward. Oh, who now? Hey, that's Kate. Now what's she up to? Well, we're going to follow her, Smokey. Easy, boy, now. Come on, come on. Marshal Bill Holland arrived at the rendezvous designated by Kate Willard. The woman arrived a few minutes after he did and was surprised to find him waiting. Oh, oh there, oh, steady. I came here like I said I would in my letter. I was expecting you, but not so soon. I arrived in Rawlins this evening, Mrs. Willard. I received the letter you left for me at the hotel, and, well, here I am. You're a government marshal? A deputy marshal, ma'am. Seems to me you're mighty young for a job like that. Nevertheless, that's my job. Maybe you're just pretending. Maybe this is a trick. How do I know you're a deputy marshal? Prove it to me. If you insist. There's more light over here, ma'am, where the moon's shining. I'll show you my official papers. Here. Shem Willard had followed his wife at a distance, screening himself as he rode behind the large boulders that dotted both sides of the trail. Oh, oh now, easy. Now, as his wife studied Holland's papers, Willard, having dismounted, used the boulders to shield him again as he crawled to a spot where he could hear every word spoken by Holland and Mrs. Willard. And in the hills above the road, the Lone Ranger and Tonto, studying the terrain around their camp, saw the silhouettes below. Tonto, look. Behind that boulder down there. There's a man hiding in that couple on the road. Doesn't see him. Kimasabi, him have gun. Maybe him shoot. Tonto, we're going down there. I mean, riding through those trees. There's no trail, but we'll get there. Easy, steady, big fella. Easy, Scott, easy. Run through there. Get him The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger adventure. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. After Bill Holland proved his identity as a deputy United States Marshal, Kate Willard revealed the information that she had merely outlined in her original letter. She poured out the knowledge of the secret canyon, mentioning the name of Del Meadows. She was about to tell the location of the rustler's hideout when her husband stepped suddenly from behind the boulder. You've said what? enough, Kate. You, you must have reached for the sky. Quick. Shame. So this is a trick. Oh! 
Too late, Mr. Lawman. Sam, you killed him. Not yet, I haven't. He's still alive. Hey, what? Those shots were close. Yes, I see men up there. Men riding down here to get you. Help! Help! Enough of that. I'm taking you out of here. They'll have a hard time coming down that hill. Help! Your hand from my mouth. Jim, you hurt. Where are you dragging me? Here to my horse. Get up there into the saddle. I'll shoot you if you don't, wife or no wife. Don't, don't kill me. Then don't struggle or yell. I'll get up behind you. There, we're going to the canyon fast. Get up, come on. The Lone Ranger and Tonto finally reached level ground. They found Bill Holland sprawled on the road, groaning through gritted teeth and holding his wounded side. Tonto, this man is wounded. Get bandages from the saddlebag. Uh, me get him. Side. I'm sorry we couldn't get here faster. There's rough riding and shooting coming down that hill and... Holland! Marshal Holland! Masked man. I know who you are. Lone Ranger. Here, medicine. Good. Your bandage. What matter? Let me have the bandage first, Tonto. Uh, Thanks. This is Deputy Marshal Holland. Remember him? Ah. We helped him once. Me remember. Me put medicine here on the ground. Tonto, while I'm treating this wound, you ride after that man. You saw the way he went. Ah, me see him. Me go after him now. Easy, Scout. Easy, Tonto. Get him up, Scout! Bill Holland's wound was not serious, but it was painful and bled profusely. More than an hour passed before the Lone Ranger stopped the flow of blood and had the marshal bandaged and well enough to move. Then Holland told his story. When he finished, the masked man was thoughtful. Now you say Mrs. Willard said Del Meadows is the leader, and that her husband Listen, is... someone's riding this way. Yes, I hear. Stay right where you are. I have my gun ready. I'll handle this. Oh, Scott, hold fellow. Oh, it's Tonto. Easy, Scott, easy, fellow. Tonto, did you follow him? Ah, uh, uh, me, me go slow. Stop when them stop. Hide behind trees. But they didn't see you? No, me make sure. But when they move again, me follow. Did you see where they went? Ah. Them go down snake trail. Then them turn right through bushes. Then go through big hole in rock. Go on. Well, me able to see between rocks. See when in the inside there fire. Them bram cows. Rustlers. Otto, let me get this straight. You say they left snake trail, rode through the underbrush... Then went between two large rocks. Were the rocks close together so that only one or two horsemen might go between them? Ah, inside looked like big canyon. Yes, it is a canyon. And that space between the rocks is a pass. I thought I was the only one who knew that canyon existed. Toto, are the rustlers still there? Ah, uh, me ride back fast. I'm still there. And I'm riding to the canyon at once. Let me go with you. My side's all right now. I'll be no, able No, Marshal, no. You're going back to Rollins to a doctor. I'll be able to help you're really that well, then you'll help by going back to Rollins. I was going to have Tonto ride with you so that he might bring back the sheriff and a posse to the pass. You're able to ride, and you can get the sheriff before you go to a doctor. But I don't know where this pass is. I do, now that Tonto's described the place. I'll draw a rough map which the sheriff may use to reach the pass quickly. Kimasabi, me go with you? Yes, I have a plan in mind that may work. I think we'll be able to keep those rustlers bottled up inside the pass until the sheriff and his men get there. I'll draw that map right now. Thanks to the Lone Ranger's first aid, Bill Holland, though still in pain, was surprisingly hale as he prepared to ride away a few minutes later. The Lone Ranger spoke to him. I think the sheriff will be able to follow that map. Tell him I'll place a bandana on the brush to the left of the canyon road. 
At the spot where the hidden trail leads down to the pass in the secret canyon. I'll tell him. Thanks and good luck. Good luck to you. Get up. Get up. Ready, Tonto. Easy. Uh, step. Follow me, ready. Monsieur. The masked man and Indian, having ridden down the hidden trail, dismounted a few hundred feet from Threadneedle Pass and left their horses tied to trees. The Lone Ranger spoke low as they walked. Toto, you saw the map I made for the sheriff. Do you remember how the canyon is laid out? Ah, uh, both sides high, straight up and down. End the canyon, very steep but not straight up and down. Very narrow at that part, too, or more than 20 feet wide. Men will have a very difficult time riding out of the canyon at that end. Their eyes is too sharp. What's more, the ground is covered with rocks and boulders. Uh, horses slip in place like that. Yes. So right up to the top of the canyon wall now. Go around to the opposite end. Set yourself there on top of the incline at the far entrance. Uh-huh. With boulders and scrub trees to protect you, you'll be able to shoot down anyone who tries to ride or climb on foot from the bottom of the canyon. He makes sure them not get out. Good. I'll stay down behind that tree we see ahead of us. It faces a pass. I'll keep the opening at this end covered every minute. Crooks not able to get out this way either. No, the opening is too small. They try to come through one or two at a time. They'll be like targets in a shooting gallery. Uh, me see fire burning inside pass, Kimasabi. That'll make a fine background for any targets. Now, this is a tree I'd use for cover, Tonto. I'll stay here. Uh, me go fast to the top of the canyon. Del Meadows, who had ridden with Pedro to the canyon shortly after sundown, had been surprised when Shem Willard appeared there with his wife. Willard told his story, and the men questioned the frightened Kate Willard. When they'd finished an hour later, Meadows, Pedro, and Willard stepped away from the fire into the shadows. Meadows was worried. Shem, that was a fool trick bringing your wife here. But I heard her tell the marshal she knew where this place was. If I'd have left her, she'd have the law out here. Dell, I, I just couldn't get myself to kill her. I don't want women killed, no matter who they are. I kill her if you say. I am not bashful about killing women who talk too much. Forget anything like that, Pedro. Now, look, you two. Whoever it was that fired at you, Shem, that person is dangerous. May still be dangerous. There were more than one. Well, that's more reason why I'm going to take all the men out of here at once. What about my wife? We'll leave her here, bound and gagged. We'll keep a lookout at the top of the canyon. If anyone comes here, they'll find her. And we'll get the word in time to escape. Del Meadows and Pedro Navarro led the way on their horses as a short time later, the rustlers began to leave the secret canyon by way of the pass. We'll break up as soon as we reach Snake Trail. Take off in different directions, men. Someone is shooting at us. Rambush, look, the boss is shot. Back up, they're waiting out there with you. Senor Del, you're hit. They shoot you. My shoulder. Help me, Pedro. I take you. The Lone Ranger's shots, deadly in their accuracy, made the rustlers believe men waited outside the pass. Del Meadows, though wounded, was able to give orders. I have to get out of here. Pedro, Shem, men, ride to the other end of the canyon. We'll try to ride up and out that way. It's our only chance. Come on. (laughs) 
The rustlers followed their wounded leaders and spurred their horses to the far end of the canyon. Gingerly, they started to guide their horses up the steep, narrow, rock-covered incline. But suddenly, shots rang out from above. And one man fell from his horse, wounded. Bullets whined around the heads of the others. And once again, the riders retreated to the center of the canyon. We're surrounded. They have us on both sides. It's a trap. We can't get out. We're surrounded. Tonto, loading and reloading his gun with unbelievable swiftness, continued to fire after the fleeing horsemen, who believed that snipers were hemming them inside the retreat. <laughs> Lone Ranger, guess right. Them never get out now. Soon posse come and crooks go. Sheriff Grady and his posse, using the Lone Ranger's rough map, came upon the masked man a few hours later. Sheriff, we've bottled those rustlers inside the canyon. Yeah, they're still in there? Wonderful. When Holland told me about this, I thought we might arrive too late. We'll go in after them now. Now, don't try entering by Threadneedle Pass, Sheriff. No more than two horses can enter at a time. They'd mow you down, just as we're able to do if they try to come out. Uh, isn't there some way to get in without exposing ourselves? Yes, from the far end of the canyon where Tonto's been pinning them down. I'll lead you there now if you leave a man here to cover the pass. I leave three. I'm not sure that they're able to shoot as well as you and your Indian friends seem to have done. <laughs> Phillips, Stone, Crank. Shortly after, the sheriff's men, using the boulders and scrub trees for protection, made their way down the slippery ramp that was the rear of the canyon. Del Meadows, believing another body of men waited outside the pass, and in pain from his wound, decided that discretion was better than valor. He shouted to his men. Ma'am, stop shooting. It's no use. We haven't a chance. Get your hands up and let them see we surrender. Stop shooting. Stop it, whoever you are. We surrender. Rustlers were handcuffed and led into the jailhouse in Rawlins. Cattlemen would be notified that their stolen stock had been recovered, and Kate Willard volunteered to act as a witness against the rustlers. Sheriff Grady told her... Uh, you can't testify against your husband, Mrs. Willard, and we shan't ask you to. The evidence against the Meadows gang is so great that testimony like yours is unnecessary. Well, maybe. But if Shem had killed that nice Marshal Holland when he shot him... I'd have testified against him, law or no law. But he didn't kill me, what? Mrs. Willard. Land sakes, you're up and around. How did that happen? Thanks to the masked man, I was bandaged and received medication right after Shem took you away to the canyon. The masked man doctored you before doing what he and his engine friend did? That's right. And his idea of covering the canyon from both ends made it possible for us to capture the greatest rustling gang in the West. Yeah, Sheriff Grady told me how they did that. Real smart, wasn't it? But say, uh, who is that masked man? You tell us, Sheriff. Yeah, sure. And I met him, too, after hearing about him all these years. <laughs> Mrs. Willard, that masked man is the Lone Ranger.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Muir Incorporated, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer.